Welcome to the Dag Hewitt Mills podcast. Dag Hewitt Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Hallelujah. All right, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Thank you for your word. We ask you to guide us and lead us by your spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Holy Spirit, lead us and let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Sound, sound, sound. Can you hear the difference? So change the sound of this one so that it's also good. Okay? I'm using this one, but change this one. Great. What a wonderful church. Are you glad to be in a wonderful church? All right. Okay. Today, I want to share, as you know, we are going for crusades, so we are going to have J services after, uh, B, sorry. So all the branches everywhere, we are going to be fully active for the next few weeks. Amen. And then when you see on your Facebook or your modern phone, how many have modern phones? How many phones have changed since you came to First Love Church? God has blessed you with a, a better phone. I told you that your phone will be better. Amen. All right. I, I don't like the sound. I don't like the sound. Do you like the sound? Yeah, so sound people. Gonna get in trouble. You're gonna get in trouble. Wonderful. Today, I last week, I, what did I tell, share with you? My first hour in the promised land. What are you going to do with your first hour in the promised land? Pray. Huh? Reading your Bible. Reading other books, Christian books. Praying to God, isn't it? My first hour. Alright? Your very first hour must be spent praying, having your quiet time, and worshipping the Lord. Now, it is amazing that after I shared that with you, A great tragedy happened in Ghana. And the people who were saved in that tragedy were the people who were doing what I was saying. Did you know that? 
How many didn't know that? How many heard of the collapsed supermarket? How many know that some people escaped? But I can tell you, there is no way anybody should escape. Because each floor, like this, one, two, I went there myself, one of the nights, the homecoming, I went there, and I went on top, where they were drilling. It is one floor after the other, like, like a sandwich, like a club sandwich, just like that. So I, I didn't know how anybody could come out alive, honestly. But as at the last time I checked, 56 people have even gone home. They've been discharged. Yeah. And they were spending the first moments of, well, they were all workers. The people who shop hadn't actually come. So the shoppers hadn't come. And the workers, the staff, were having a quiet time. And they were praying. And in the and where they were was a space where the, the stairs are. So you know when there are stairs, there's no slab on top. I, I don't know how exactly it happened, but that seemed to be the way it happened. So they were in an exact place where you they they escape by having a quiet time. Amazing. So, I think you may not know how important it is to spend your first moments, first hours. Because it was last week that we entered the promised land. Since I've been telling you about how to possess the land, it was only last Sunday that we actually entered. The week before we were in the Jordan River being baptized with the Holy Ghost. And then last week was our first steps, first hour in the promised land. Okay? Are you enjoying the journey deeper into the promised land? It's amazing, isn't it? So, all those people escaped with their lives. And when I went there, they were drilling the hole and it was smelling because there were dead people inside and they were, their bodies have started decomposing. You know, so I tell you, uh, let this always be a reminder whenever you think about your quiet time and praying to God. Always remember this incident also. Because in Joshua 1 and verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. You'll be successful. So if you want a successful day, you must start it with a quiet time. So usually when I don't have a good quiet time, I'm not happy to go out. Yeah. I've, I've grown used to having a, a good quiet time. And I know that I've had a good quiet time by certain things. So you must practice it. There is, your pastor can never give you what a quiet time gives you. 
You see, if I come and tell you about somebody, it, does, it cannot replace you personally knowing that person. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, um, many of you in the First Love Church, I mean, a few months ago, a year ago, you knew of me and you knew about me and you knew my name. But now I know many of you personally. Is it not true? Yeah. And you realize that there's a difference between the personal interaction that you have with somebody and then knowing of the person through a third and a fourth party or pictures or whatever you, you have. Yeah. And there's even more, even when you think you know somebody personally, there's even more that you can know the person. So what I'm trying to explain to you is that knowing God is there's something that you get from the quiet time. You know, the time with God. Look, no preaching, no amount of some great man of God doing anything, anybody singing can replace your personal relationship or can replace, you know, sometimes we always think this can substitute for this. This can substitute for this. But nothing substitutes. It's like a person. You can't really substitute or replace people. I learned that when Mrs. Saki died. You know, because I have not been able to replace her in my, in my life. So I've learned not to try to replace people. Nobody can really replace another. Because everybody is so different. Do you get it? So the person, and, and there's, there's, that's how our relationship with God is as well. You can't really replace your relationship with God, but with your relationship with somebody. So you have to have your own personal relationship with God. Amen. And when you do that, you are going to be greatly blessed. Now, let me show you the mark of the successful one hour with God. And if it is, that's not my sub- subject this morning. I'm coming to my, t- my topic. But just listen, listen, listen. The mark of your successful quiet time is... The secrets that you hear or discover. What am, I, what, what am I trying to say? If you get to know somebody better or somebody closer, you have a closer relationship with the person, okay? And the closer you are is determined by the number of secrets that you know. Do you see? Or the number of things that are not so public that you know. So every time you have your quiet time and every time you come close to God, you must go away with some personal secret or personal revelation. No, personal to you personally. That is why even though I may preach to you in the public, some of you who have known personal relationships will still want to see the person personally. Because the public one is not the same as the personal one. But the personal one will give rise to some kind of something. Like some kind of personal something that has been said to you. That is personal to you. 
a secret. When I say secret, don't think of bad things. Think of bad things. Not all, all secret things are not bad things. There are many secrets that are, are good secrets. But you just can't know everything. Amen. That is why we pray for the spirit of revelation. So I want you to believe God that you are going to have a secret. God will tell you personally something from your Bible every day. If he hasn't told you something, but you've just read and found out things that are there, then you've not had your quiet time. He must speak to you through the Bible. And you must believe God that your Bible is God speaking to you. You have to believe the Bible is God. Look, until you do that, you can't even be saved. Because our salvation is based on John 3, 6. If, uh, uh, you have to be born again. We believe that there is something real called born again. We believe that it has happened. We literally believe the words in the Bible. That's how come we are born again. So until we accept and believe that things you are reading are actually God saying something to you personally, huh? you have not really gotten into a certain relationship with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? All of you who are visiting us in the first lab church, you are all welcome, new visitors. We have been marching to possess the land for some time. And so today, we are still marching forward. Amen. Now, the next thing that is going to happen in the promised land, which is what we want to go, is in verse 3 of Joshua chapter 1. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses. So the next thing is what I call victory in the promised land. All right? Victory in the promised land, which is after drinking out all the, going through the river Jordan and going through the waters, okay, you now have to start stepping on the land. There may be snakes. Amen? There may be serpents, spiders, scorpions, but you are going to tread over them and destroy them in Jesus' name. Since we started building our campus, up there in the mountain, we have seen so many snakes. You see, one of the things about a real land that you are possessing is that there are wild snakes on every land where you see a lot of grass. Yeah. And that is why he's talked about everything that your foot shall tread upon. Because there is a snake called Onanka. And that snake, it is not very long. It's about from here. One of them that we caught in the area up in the mountains is about from here to here. It's not very long. But the head is like this. And it's flat. But don't be deceived by the flatness of the head. 
The fangs have been folded in. It has, the fangs are on hinges. So when it opens the mouth, the hinges will come like this. And when it injects you, I know somebody, he went to swim in the river in Malaysia. Instead of going to church on Sunday. It was a Sunday morning. Yeah, in a certain river in Malaysia. He told me himself. He's a businessman. He came to pick me to go and preach. He told me my, my duty is men's fellowship. He said, now I don't joke with Sunday morning church service. Because I was, I was having a good time. I was, I was in the water, under the waterfalls. And what people don't realize is that every snake can swim. Yeah, every snake can swim. Every snake can kill. And every snake can swim. Yeah, these are two things you must. So when by the river, he was having a good time. And there was an Onanka coming in the the waterfall. So the waterfall that you see falling is not just a simple waterfall. Other things were in the water. So the Onanka came on him. And just bit him. And he told, he said to me, I almost, I was for six weeks, I was in intensive care with heart support, respiratory support, and everything to keep him alive. And he said, half of my skin came off. Yeah. Half of his skin came off. And he was under, between life and death, what's that? Between life and death, let me have it. Between, he was balancing between life and death for about six weeks with oxygen and whatever. You can imagine how it would be like in Malaysia. A full set of everything to keep him alive. So now Sunday morning, you see, that was the first hour, first day of the week. All those things, you start exchanging them, your first 10% of your money. You start sharing it around for various things. All sorts of problems come into your life. Amen. Before you realize you'll be you'll be saying oh Oosh. Ha. then you will feel something ah. then it will hold you like that what a shock now listen carefully God wants us to have victory over every serpent. These days when I drive and I see bushes, I think of snakes. Because that is where they live. So up there, we have found so many snakes. And the, the, amazingly, the people in the area, they tell us, there are two onankas here. Apparently, they live in a particular area. And this one is sleeping. It, onanka, I think it means sleeping or Sleep, eh? Is it something about sleep? So when you step on it, that is where you shouldn't do. You shouldn't step on it. Shouldn't step on it. That's what you shouldn't do. You shouldn't step on it. You you start singing, what a wonderful life. Bye-bye. Okay. So now, since we are talking about treading, Let us now see four things.
things in relation to the snake that we have to overcome and have victory over in the promised land. Victory in the promised land. Amen. Turn with me. How many want to overcome the snakes in the land? Have you you seen the verse? Look at it very well. Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot as you are going to your new land. The main thing is the snake sole. Will I step on an onanka? What will I step on? That is it. Carefully. So all of you young people, as you are stepping, carefully, because you step one, you may fall in love with a wrong man. And you are finished. Especially an onanka man. Especially if Especially if you fall in love with a bad boy. Yeah. You are finished. And especially, don't don't change my sound, please. And especially if you actually fall in love with him. Because you see, you, you when you talk to a young girl, you find out they will tell you. She will tell you, I'm in love. I love him. So Maybe some of you have experienced it because that you actually love. It is a mindless experience that the mind is not working and the heart is gone. Do you understand? Yeah. I'm explaining it because we have I've counseled so many people and you realize that they cannot get out of it. Yeah. You see somebody, the person you are falling in love with is in prison. Do you see? And that is the person you, you are in love with. But the man who has won your heart is in the prison. And he's coming out in 10 years time. And you are 23 years old. And you say that you will wait for him because you love him. You really love him. Hey! I'll be waiting for you. So, listen. But if you have seen it before, one day I was watching a certain lady was being interviewed. The person she had fallen in love with was a prisoner. Yeah. She writes to him. I mean, she loves him. She's thinking about him. And she doesn't want anybody else. Only the guy who is in the prison. And I've even seen somebody who has fallen in love with somebody who is in prison for life. Yeah. That's the guy that she loves. So if you are a young girl and you go and fall in love with such a person. And nobody is able to make you think. It's it's, it's lost. That, That is why... When you step one like this, before you realize. So, young people, I tell you, if you are a young girl, you must seek advice before you allow yourself to fall in love. Really. 
When you fall in love with the wrong person, you see that we cannot extract you. Even when we advise you, you will not listen. True or not true? When we tell you this and this and that, you will not listen. Even the brothers, some of them, you tell them this and this and that, they, they can't hear you. All right. Revelations. Please don't shout. Don't shout when I'm preaching. Listen to what I'm saying. Before you realize, the devil will take you to stay. When you were, when you were shouting, then a spirit will come to where you are staying. Revelations chapter 15. Hmm. Verse 1. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous. Seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is fulfilled uh, the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that have gotten victory. Everybody say victory. victory. Over the beast, over his image. Over his mark and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass and having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, who shall not fear thee and glorify thy name. For thou alone art holy. Long, plenty, song. Hmm? For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. Now, you will notice that a wonderful experience is the victory over the devil and over his top agents for your life. Now, this one was a, a revelation. You see, revelation is you see, wow, here is some people who have had victory. But now the victory had been broken down into four. These are the four dimensions of your victory in the promised land. Yeah. The first one is the victory over the beast. Is there. Look at it in your Bible. We are reading the relations. Number two, the victory over his image. Number three, victory over his mark. And number four, victory over the number of his name. So as we are entering the promised land as young people, These are the four victories that God wants to give you. Victory over the beast. Victory over his image. Victory over his mark. And victory over his number. Okay? So this is what I want you to get as we break up into the four, into the branches, uh, branch meetings that we are going to be having. We want to have victory in these four dimensions or realms. The first one is the victory over the beast. Okay? Now, what is a beast? If you check the Greek word, it means the animal. Do you know that there is an animal in you? I'm breaking down your victory into four. Do you know that there is an animal in you? Or you don't know that you are also an animal? What 
are some of the things that you do that reveal to you that you are an animal? Huh? Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 18. I said in my heart concerning the estate or the state of the sons of men that God might manifest them and they might see that they themselves are beasts. That they might know that they themselves are beasts. So you yourself are a beast. How many have seen a beast in yourself before? An animal. So, we must as young people overcome the beast. And the beast is very strong when you are young. Your animal nature. Yeah. Verse 19, for that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts. Even one thing befalleth them. As the one dieth, so dieth the other. And they all have one breath. So that a man hath no preeminence above a beast. For all is vanity. All go unto one place. All are of the dust. And all tend to dust. Amen. But look at verse 18. I said in my heart concerning the estate of the sons of men. That God might manifest them. And that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Anybody who tries to be too proud to recognize that you are also a beast, you are the one who is going to fall. Yeah. So everybody here must overcome the beast of your life and the beast in you. There is a male beast. Look, when you talk about animal behavior, eating, how many eat? And you see that the boys eat more than the girls. Or not always. The last time you checked, it wasn't always. Okay. Boys eat more than girls, usually. And girls eat more in secret, isn't it? As usual, they are not showing us their real behavior. As if they are just tasting the food, but... When they put on weight, we know that they've been eating more than us. That's a beast. You have to, every Christian must learn how to overcome the beast. Like the beast that will never let you fast. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you can't fast. So I'm showing you your victory. You need, to, you need to overcome. He says, these people, they had overcome the beast. They had victory over the beast. Over his, I'll tell you what's the image. And the number. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm explaining it to you. Over the beast, over his mark, over his his mark is different from his number, which is different from his image, and the beast also is different. So if we just extrapolate it to our own life, you realize that there is a sexual beast also in you. Yeah. 
not recognize that there is a sexual beast. Listen, when virgins marry, when virgins, when virgins marry, uh, and they are very pure, and you hear virgins speaking in the hall of virginity. Yeah. You will, you will hear certain things coming up. They will say certain things to each other. And those things reveal their surprise that they are beasts also. Yeah. Some of the things they will say is, what are we doing? Yeah. It's like, hey, what are we doing? You see, when you go to poo you don't say, what am I doing? Because you've been doing it all through your life. You don't, you don't say anything. But if you were to think about it, you say, ah, what am I doing? So dignified sitting in church, but over there. To we we sometimes some of the ignoble positions you understand ignoble not noble positions one day I was traveling to Kumasi and a certain bus had broken down on the way and all the ladies had come out to we we and there was no place to we we and they were they all had big cloths big cloths <laughs> I tell you <laughs> I could, I could not believe my eyes. And they all covered themselves. We were parked by them, waiting. And all of them, and they were chatting as they were doing it. They were chatting with each other, chatting with clothes. And we were parked just by them. I said, wow, there's no shame. You will surprise yourself. That you are also an animal. How many have realized at the point that there is some animalistic something somewhere? So as, a, as in the promised land, you have to first establish victory over the beast. You see, every beast has a weak point. Yeah. Every weak has a weak, every beast has a weak point where it can be tamed. And not tamed, but even controlled or captured or restricted. Sometimes you can't even kill it, but you can restrict it and restrain. When you go to zoos where there are clever people have made the zoo, you'll be walking through the zoo, you think the animal can come, but they've put something that the animal can't overcome. Sometimes there's a steep wall that it just cannot, they can climb, but they can't climb like that. You see, like lions. Lions cannot climb trees. Especially, they cannot come down trees. Because their, their claws are not made for them. But leopards can climb far. They can run to the top of a branch. They are almost as big as lions. But a lion cannot. And so when a lion is very hungry, and it does something foolish to climb a tree to go and get some meat that maybe a leopard has seen, left there at the wrong place, when they get there, they are in danger of dying because... 
from there to come down. They don't have the equipment to come down. Yeah. I've watched a film where a lion went up. He tried to get the food and how to come down. In the end, it came, it fell down and died. And then its fellow lions, which watched it when it was going up and were wiser. They said that we will not follow this, what this guy is doing. When their fellow lion fell down, they ate it. They ate their brother. Because they were very hungry. There was no food in town. That's why he even ran upstairs. The beast was... Animals have no thinking. It's just the physical... So that's why when you just have sex with anybody, or even a number of people, that is what is showing that you are behaving like a beast. Because every animal, no animal has only one partner. Does you tell me which animal? I mean, a cow? Look, I have some cows. They gave birth. And the father of the cows was too rowdy. I think because he was the only one, he had nine wives. And he was a bit rowdy. He was going, breaking down to people's farms and spoiling the farms. So in the end, we decided to kill him. So we killed him, okay, and shared the meat to all the pastors. I gave some meat to all the, the persons who were around, so have some to eat. Not knowing that, the cow had given birth already, you see. And some of the cows they had given birth to were the sons of this, the rowdy, the rowdy cow. They were the sons of the original father. So I thought that we would never have any baby cows again because the father was gone. Then one day I came there and I saw that one of the cows has had a baby. So I said, who is the father? And then the father was the son. (laughs) The father was the son. Do you understand what I'm saying? The son had grown up and given birth with his own mother. This is an animal. It has no restrictions, no guidance, no limitations. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a beast. But, but you see, you must also know that you are like that. Yeah. You see, some of you young girls, you don't know what is in you. And some of you, if you had the opportunity, you, you will even take me as your husband and put my wife as a... Yeah. That's how you are. But you have to accept that you are like that. You will even take me. Yeah. If you had an, uh, if I was to say something, you go say, you so say, uh, well, it's not you. He says he likes me, so I'm, I'm okay. You will even do it. Because there's an animal in you. Yeah. And some of us brothers, even if they mention that, oh, what about if you could sleep with this person or this person? You will be so happy. You say, oh, Lord. I've answered my prayer. I've answered my prayer. Is it true or it's not true? So you must know that you are a beast. That is why when they build secondary schools, they build a separate place for girls. And a separate place for boys. Because the headmaster knows that he is bringing beasts into the school. 
Are you listening? The headmaster knows that these people, it may be the son of the president or the son of this or the father of this, the son of this or this or father of a pastor's children. He knows that they are, that's why they make separate girls houses and separate boys. Because as soon as you put them together, they will show you that yes, we are originally beasts before God put his spirit in us. Yeah, we ourselves will know. So you must gain control over the beastly part of you, the f- eating, drinking, sexual part. But all that animals do are these, they do only five things. They eat, they drink, they have sex, they have children, and they fight. The males always fight. Yeah. These are, and we all, that's how human beings, you see all the wars in the world is the beastly in Syria, Nigeria, killing each other, Angola, I mean, South Africa, every, all, oh, it's all the beasts of us is to fight. Yeah. That's why we had, when I got my cows, I had only one husband and all of them were wives. Because if I had brought another one, they would have fought to the death. Fighting and quarreling is the beast. So sisters, you like quarreling more than brothers. Is it true or it's not true? That's the beast in you. You know yourselves. Me, I'm not afraid of you, so I always tell you the truth. I'm not afraid of you. If I was afraid of you, I wouldn't be. I would not be here. I'm not afraid of you. You are more. You are more beautiful. We know that you are nicer than, than we are. You are more beautiful looking and you look more gentle, nicer and everything. But you are more beastly in terms of quarreling. Many ladies will tell you, I don't want to work for that woman. Yeah. I don't want to work for that lady. I would like to work for you, but I don't want to work for that, for that woman. If that woman is over me, her beastly, when her beastly powers come, So you must overcome the beasts. And some ladies are not ever able to overcome the beasts and they, therefore they cannot marry. Yeah. Because always scratching, fighting, quarreling, accusing. Pray that you are very beautiful so that you can deceive him quickly to marry you before he sees it. And if the relationship is a little longer and he sees the beasts, oh, That's why that's why I married. That's why I married when I married. That's why I married when I married. Yeah. I was 25 or 26 years old when I got married. Yeah. I recognized the beast as I saw before I read. Hey, what is it? And you said there are some beasts you can't. You have to find a place to keep them. Yeah. And you give him food every day, small, 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 small just to keep him going, keep him alive and calm. Yeah. Do you remember the circus that came to Ghana? Yes. They brought tigers. Do you think the tigers they bring? 
How many of you went to the circus? Did you go and look at it? They brought the tigers. They were running around. The guy is standing there with a whip. On the first, when I went there, I saw the tigers came. One of them was not obeying the man. Yeah, you see, people who joke with the beast, you, you, you should be careful. If I was that man, I would have a gun on me. If I was that man. Because a beast, you can never tell. So those of you who are sleeping with girls and saying that, oh, nothing is, I don't, nothing is, oh, People who play with animals, they are risking their lives. Yeah. A certain lady went near a tiger. The tiger was in the cage. And she was saying, Turu! You are playing with a tiger! Do you know what the tiger did? Because the tiger's face couldn't come out of the bars. So the tiger took the arm like this. And held her, her, her shoulder, her, her shoulder, and removed the shoulder. Yeah. So when they were showing the film, the woman had only one arm. Yeah. Because the tiger had removed the arm. Yeah. So they asked in a zoo. So they asked her whether they want her to to kill the the tiger, and she said, "No, it's okay." Because she had joked with the, the beast. <laughs> she, had, she had played with her with the beast. Yeah. Let me tell you. Did you see during the homecoming the people from upper, uh, upper east, upper west? They said this is the only place where you can ride crocodiles. Yeah. They said they, you can ride crocodiles. Let, let me advise you. Let me give you some advice. Let me give you some advice. Okay. Let me give you some advice. Anytime somebody offers you, come and ride this crocodile. Tell them that, look, I have been in a church service where I was advised never to ride any crocodile. Yeah. Don't, don't say thank you. Don't go and ride it. Recently, in Yamusukru, do you know Yamusukru? It is the, the, the hometown of Hufei Buayin, the head of state of Ivory Coast. He was the head of state of Ivory Coast for many years. And in Yamusukru, he built the greatest, as big as the basilica in Ivory Coast. So when you go to Yamusukru, that's the main thing to see. This is this town. Now, near his palace, he had alligators. Yeah. Alligators. And they were feeding the alligators every, every day. They feed them all. A crocodile can stay for one year without eating. And then they can stay for a whole year. They'll be there. But they feed them. Recently, he, the man who feeds them and who has been looking, he walks with them. When, when you finish church, you can go and look at it on YouTube. The man who feeds them he was walking and people had come to see. And he was walking with his black dress, long like a gown. He was walking amongst them like this. And everybody was standing there. And suddenly, the crocodiles and alligators, which he had been feeding all 
through these years, are you understanding what I'm saying? Tent. One of them ten, like this. One of them ten, and held his leg. So he had a stick, and he hit the head of the crocodile. It's not what they say. I saw it. You can go and check on YouTube. Yamusukro alligator feeding. He he bit it. He bit it. He bit it. And the twin said, "No, as I've got a meat to eat, I will never leave you." Yeah, and everybody was standing there because they were free open crocodiles. And all those who were afraid of the beast were standing afar with their mobile phones. And they started shouting, hey, hey, hey. And he held him and they pulled him down. You see, he has been confidently walking among these beasts. He pulled him down. Then they ate and crocodiles, they, they shake you like this. You divide it into two. When they hold a, a, a wilder beast or an antelope, they just shake you like divide the legs, the two come here and the head and the other two legs come to the side. And they swallow. Like, yeah. And they ate him in front of everybody. Yeah. So those of you who are playing with your penises and your breasts and your vaginas, I shouldn't say it. Outside, you don't misunderstand the message. Or because you have come from homecoming, I shouldn't say Outside, those of you who are playing. With a beast. Watch out. Humbly accept that you need to marry. So that you can feed the beast every day. Will you accept to be feeding the beast on a daily basis? So that the beast will be cool. Yeah. Just be cool. It will, it will not be very wild. Be calm. You don't enjoy what, what, what I'm saying. Do, do, you, do you understand what I'm preaching about? Yes, please. You understand? Yes, please. Did I ask you to explain? You understand it clearly. Those of you are playing with the beast. Yeah. You are playing with fire. Yeah. That is how come people get destroyed. And when you start things, you see that you cannot stop. Amen. Are you listening? You see, even Jesus knew what a beast was. One day he went to preach. And the Bible says he told them, he asked them, make a ship ready in case the people, he was coming to preach, the people throng me. Let me read it to you, see. He had prepared an emergency plan. Turn to Mark, Mark. Those of you who are very old, you say you will not marry now. You are watching something. Mark chapter 2.
Mark chapter 3, verse 9. Verse 8. And from Jerusalem, from Medea, the great multitude, when they had heard what great things he did, came unto him. And he spake to his disciples that a small ship, hey, this is what we call lifeboat. In, in, in modern English, it's called a lifeboat. A small ship should wait on him because of the multitude in case they should throng him. In case the beasts, the group of beasts rush on him, he has got an escape plan. You are not afraid of the beasts. But Jesus was afraid of the beasts. So, young man, young lady, don't, don't be careful. Be careful of the beasts. Okay, so victory over the beasts. Number two, victory over what? His image. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? I didn't write the Bible. I didn't write the Bible. Victory over the image. What image has Satan put before you? You see, because that is why when you go to certain states where the head of state is a dictator, you see his photograph along the road. Everywhere. And his picture dominates. The picture and the image that he brings dominates. Now, one of the things that is happening in, in the world and in Ghana or all over the world is the pictures, the picture war, the image of the devil, the images of the devil, images of murder. You see, Ghana is learning how to do armed robbery. Ghana is becoming just like Nigeria. Yeah, we are learning all sorts of things because we are watching Nigeria movies every day from 6 a.m. on Sunday, every day. It is on all the, every channel, they don't have anything to show. So they are just showing all these things. And the government doesn't know what it's allowing. And so everybody is learning how to hold a gun, how to act this, how to do this, how to do that. You know, all sorts of things. So the images are fighting, they're destroying the country, the pictures of violence, pictures of deception, affairs, and all these things. They are all everywhere. Yeah, so we are learning how to do it. Do you see? And, and pornography. Also, on the, and the internet. And all these things are fine. You ask yourself, what is it that has fought you? What is it that has fought you? What's the difference between your generation and our generation? Our generation, we never saw certain things. Never. Where will we see it? Where will we see it? Where will we even get it? Where can you buy it? Where can you watch it? They have not invented a video deck in our days. Video deck was invented recently. Video deck was invented when I was just about going to university. That's when the video was invented. Yeah. Where will you see it? Where will you see it? You will not see it. So the image war has become, has begun. And as a young person, you must overcome the image. Yeah, you must learn to keep the image out of your... I mean, there are certain places you shouldn't ever Google. 
But you are googling on your phone. You are googling it on your phone. You are googling on your laptop. You are watching things. You are watching films on the internet. YouTube. Yeah. And so the image is fighting. And I'm saying that victory is treading over. Sep- Look, I said, we clear the land. We are building a big campus. And each as we go, you see huge snakes. And sometimes you've cleared, you think the place is clear, then suddenly it appears. Recently we got one, just another huge one. Huge one. We have all the pictures. You see them, that is where they stay. So when you start entering a new land, there are snakes. And the first onanka is the beast. And the second onanka is the image. The pictures. The pictures of the half-dressed girls. I said half-dressed girls. Who are running through the city. Running through. Going from boy to boy, man to man. Where are they singing for me? I used to, I used to. Where, 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 where are they? I need you to sing that song for me. The image. Where, 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 no, start. Come sing it. Where are the stars? Are you shy of singing? Our church is a wonderful church. We can sing at any time. At any time, there can be a song.
Facebook, on the on the what? WhatsApp, Twitter, Twitter also has pictures. Hey, free pictures. Instagram, pictures. Yeah, I'm telling you. So I'm showing you the snakes in the land. Yeah, and these are cast images must be out of your life and you must obtain victory over them. And especially the brothers. Brothers, we are the ones who have that problem. Brothers, is it not true? We are the ones who want to see something. Hey! Our eyes are not satisfied. Our eyes are hungry. Lord, help the brothers' eyes. Lay hands on your eyes, brothers. The Lord is giving you strength for your eyes. In Jesus' name. God is giving you strength for your eyes. Amen. And sisters, when you marry, remember that the brothers want to see certain things. So you must be feeding the beast small, small. 
every day you give something small. And you say, are you okay? 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 Give the Lord a shout of praise. Sit down, sit down. Number three. I'm talking about victory in the promised land. Victory over the beast. Victory over his image or his images. And number three, victory over his his mark. Now the mark of the beast is the financial mark. The mark of money. Do you understand? Do you understand me? Because you cannot buy or sell without the mark. So it's about trading and business. And you see, many of you are dancing for the Lord. You are not asking for money. You are singing, you are not asking for money. You are playing in church, you are not asking for money. You are coming early to set up instruments, you are not asking for money. You are arranging chairs, you are not asking for money. You are doing everything, you are not asking for money. Until the mark of the beast comes on your life, when you start to ask for money for everything that you are doing. Yes. And that's what has happened in many churches. You find out for the choristers to come, they have to give them transport money. You have to pay instrumentalists to play. You have to pay people to do things that they are doing. Everything is related to money. What am I getting? What is my percentage? What will I have from all this? But I'm here to tell you that if all your work for the Lord has any money-related thing, you are, your life is being destroyed because you, the mark of the bee has come to rest on you and what you are doing. You see, as I'm preaching here, all, all, you, all, you are all poor people in a certain sense. There are richer people at the Kodesh. But I, I, I prefer to be with you. Not that I prefer to be with you, but I'm supposed to be here. And as I'm here, you don't have anything to give me. Yeah. You don't have any. You don't, even your phones are old. You get it? Yeah. So, it, it, I'm not, so the mark is not guiding what I'm doing. Money is not guiding me. Uh, almost everything the devil has and does has a financial element. You take politics. Yes, everything is related to money. That is why things are, are abnormal. So you wonder why things are the way they are. You wonder why Ghana government does not decide every time they talk about unemployment, unemployment, unemployment. We have people, we can have projects for the next 20 years in Ghana. Nobody will be unemployed in the country. But because it doesn't give money to the politicians, they don't want such projects. Because we can manually build a road from Accra to Kumasi manually through the mountains. Everybody who is unemployed will be employed. Even you won't see your children because they are far working. Digging, 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 digging. Digging, putting dynamite, digging, making the road flattening, doing whatever. 15,000 here, 15,000 to tap riding, 15,000 to the Thousands. Everybody will get employment. You will not call it presidential initiative, nothing. You just see that there's, there's road is being built. Dams are being built manually. Yeah. And the input from the government, the input from money will be very, very small. It will even be all the ghost people that they pay in the ghost names and the people who are dead who they are paying all the time. All those people will be just substituted with this group. Yeah. But you see, there's a stamp of money. You know, one, one, guy, one guy, he wanted me to work on his board, uh, to do, be on his board, just, you know, put my name on. But then at the end of the day, he brought money. I said, what are you giving me money? 
I don't, because he, he, he feels like he's a businessman. And everything, you, you have to pay the person. Or the person doesn't want to do anything unless you pay him. You know, it, it's, it's an evil thing. Why you preach because you get money. You go somewhere because you get money. Everything is related to money. That's, that means the mark of the beast has come on the church and has come on the pastor and has come on what you are doing. And that is why even lay pastors, we have, we have said that if you are a lay pastor, you are not paid. Don't start it. Don't start. Oh, you want transport money this month. All of these people here, nobody is paid. Are you paid for what you are doing? Are you paid? You are not paid. You sing. You are singing for joy. What a wonderful church we have. We sing for the Lord. You praise the Lord. You do whatever. It's not connected to something I have to get. Any relationship that is based on finances is a short-lived relationship. Those of you sisters who are waiting to fall in love with a rich brother. If you want to know how the person relates, watch him when he's giving an offering. That's all. That's all you can do. You can watch the person with tithes and offerings and giving. You can know whether when you are married to him, you will have money. He will even give you what he has. But even that, you can't tell. Sometimes people, are, you are married, they give to the church, but they don't give to their wives. How many are going to gain victory? All your life, tell yourself, I can work for God as a volunteer till I die. Yeah. God never has to pay you for anything you do for God. Never. He never has to pay you. What a shame it is when the gift God gave you, eh, Look at the people dancing. We all know when we watch them dance, we know we can't, we can't do it. We know, we know ourselves. When we try. One day I was dancing, somebody came to tell me that you, you cannot dance. You are a white man. You cannot dance. That's what they told me. Since then, the small dancing that was left, it went out of me. The small dancing, that's why from that time I became, I couldn't dance again. So as I watch them, I marvel. I'm amazed. I cannot dance like that. I cannot sing. I cannot play the instruments. I cannot, I cannot, this this thing, filming. One day I went to I went to Zimbabwe. I went to Zimbabwe. I traveled, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to take buy, get my own camera and do my own filming." So I bought the camera, everything. I set it. I connected it, and I took it. And I was ready like this. When I look in with my eye, I said, "What is that?" Small, you see, as you see people, like you think that when you look through the camera, you, you, you see the people. You see some small dark place, that is the people. And the whole church service, I have to look into this dark spot. Very difficult. It's not as you think it is. Yeah. This is, this is he's looking into this, this square. That's, that's all of you, is this view. It's very difficult. After I use, I finished, I, I just gave it. I said, I dash you. I don't like it. Again. I never use it again. Since then, I've never bought a, a, such a camera again. It's too difficult. So thank God for people who do something without the mark by financial, business, or profit. They can neither buy nor sell nor eat except they have that mark. That means you can neither play nor sing nor arrange chairs, nor lift your hand, nor do anything, or be sent anywhere, or visit anyone, or preach, or do anything, unless there's a profitability, something on it. And that is how most of the church has become. Yeah. 
the mark of the one day I went to a church, all the instrumentalists were, were being paid, and the pastor, I, I preached, I said, This is wrong. I didn't know they were paid. I said, I hope you are not paid, but they were all being paid. I was pointing, so you hope you know how sometimes I preach, I'll say the thing, it applies to you directly. After the message, the pastor said to me, he didn't say anything to me. He didn't say anything to me. But some years later, and he said, he was telling some people, he said that when I came to his church, I came and I spoke about all those things. So when I left, he, he, he said that he realized I was saying the right thing. So he called all the instrumentalists. And he was paying them 2,000 pounds a week. It was in London. 2,000 pounds a week to pay all of them. And when he told me, when he said this, it was eight years after that time. So he was paying them 2,000. You let's do the calculation. 2,000 pounds a week. So in one month was 8,000 pounds. So in one year was what? 96,000 pounds times eight years. How much is that? For playing instruments. So he, he was telling people, he was telling some. He said, now I have three sets of spare instruments. I, I, all of them left. I was left with nobody. I said, but children, one person, no, nobody could play. We started. He said, now I have more. They are all spare waiting to play. If okay, they can play, they are ready to play. That will pay you everything. It is a mark. So children, you see that this mark is coming. One day you will soon see that you need money. Now you, you don't need money for anything. But one day, you will soon see that you need money. And even now, some of you, you feel you need money to dress. So you see that you are in a relationship with somebody who has money. Yeah. So, so some of you, the dresses you are wearing, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are the mark they have the mark. Somebody's husband's has bought it for you. Eh? Somebody's school fees has been used to buy it. Somebody's school fees has been used to buy your nice dress. And you are wearing it and you brought it. You brought it to church. The last enemy, the last snake, the last thing. Four. The victory over. Are you surprised at what I'm preaching about? These are all in the Bible. But they have obtained victory over the beast, and victory over his image, and victory over his mark. And the last one is victory over the, his number. Hmm. Are you wondering what the number is going to be? How many are wondering what this number is going to be? The best way to understand the number is to understand soccer. You see, whenever they are playing and they give a red card to somebody, it means the number is less. And now there are ten. And the whole game is changing. Because the number of people there gives a certain pattern. Are you listening? Yeah. Yeah. And that pattern is a pattern which is followed. 
Always. Three in front. Four. Three, four, three is how many, how many people? Ten. Or three, four, four. Four, four, two. Four, three, three. Four, four, two. It's a number. Strikers. It's a pattern that they set. And you, you have to play within it. I was speaking to a Brazilian footballer. A, a, a professional Brazilian footballer. He was a midfielder. And he was explaining. He said that when you watch the soccer, you see the people playing. It's not quiet. He said that there's a lot of shouting and insults on the field as they are playing. Yeah. And that it is only players like Ronaldo and so on who can disobey the coach. They, they, do what they, are, they, they do what they want. But other than that, you have to do what you are told. Stay here and play. There's a pattern. It's a number and a pattern with which they gain victory over you. Yeah. So, there are certain clear patterns that are already in the system that are working. And some, some of you are already in the pattern. Yeah. You see, when we say 442, it means this will pass to this and it will do this, then this will happen. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a set. It's a set patterns. With a certain number of steps and options. And then that is it. So many of us already have fallen into a certain pattern. And you are, the next one is this. Followed by this. And then that. And it's a goal. And you are out. So when you become, when you enter the promised land, you must watch for the patterns that will affect you. Which pattern are you falling into? If you are a young, handsome man, there is a pattern. Yeah. There is a pattern. You follow like this, and you go like this. Especially if you know how to talk to, to girls. Like you are the type, you are the type who is gentle, who is, who is gentle when you are talking to them. Who, who is, who are you pointing at? Ellie. Come. You are, you are a young, handsome man. He's gentle. Are you gentle? Is he gentle? Is he handsome? Do the girls like him? Hey! There's a pattern for such people. Before you came, he's there. And you are just likely to. From here, it becomes this. Then it becomes this. Then you may marry. A sister, a certain sister, out, out of the number of sisters who wanted to marry you, remember six of them, and the one you have married will, nev- will always be looking out for the other sex. Where are they? Where are they? And she'll become a striker. 
So, so, so some people even have said that it's dangerous to marry a handsome man. I uh, said that there are some, there are some dangers. Four, four, two. Four, three, four. It's a pattern. You, you are the one who was pointing to him. And what about if you are a beautiful girl? I don't need a microphone. I don't need a microphone. I just thank you. You can go back to your seat. Now I've got a beautiful girl. Supposing you come into the world and you are a beautiful girl. Wow, there's a set piece for you here, then here, then here, then here, then down. Four, four, two. It's a set piece. So you, you rarely see a beautiful girl who hasn't been through certain pattern, pattern steps. This, then became this. Then, so it's like when you see a beautiful girl. So are you a virgin? So I'm a virgin. So, uh. yeah, because we only know a virgin Atlantic and this other aeroplane. There's no more virgins. Virgins are finished. Yeah, because you know the pattern. It's set piece. Yeah. It's true. As soon as you step into the world, you are a beautiful girl. You are fresh. You are juicy. You are voluptuous. You are exciting. What a shock! Then you start to follow the four, four, two, or four, three, four. Four three three, eh? No, four three, four three three, four three three. No, and the goalkeeper is there. Uh-huh. Four three three, or four four two. It's a set piece. You come into the world, you're a beautiful girl. If you meet a certain type of person comes to you and says, Hi, baby. I love you, baby. You are so beautiful. She look at her, she's blushing. She's blushing. So already I've played four. I played four. Left me four more. You come on campus, you are young, you are a fresher, okay, you are, you are a JJC, you don't know much, you come and then they say there's a beach party, they say there's a beach party, there's nothing to do, somebody who doesn't go to church, there's a beach party, five o'clock they are leaving to Kasua Beach, there's one today, yeah. And you come there fresh, and they say, oh, activities for fresh students to welcome you. Then you go and you arrive. Three steps have taken place. When you are sitting there, a guy will come to you. Hi, baby. Your face is familiar. 
it seems I know you somewhere. Did you go to Motown? What school did you go to? Oh, can I sit by you? Yeah. Oh, sit down, sit down. Wow. Four, four. Remember two. We are following. Then after she finds I'm an unreliable, sit down, you people, you are blocking people's views. After she finds that she's blocking, she's, uh, I said she's blocking somebody's views. <laughs> after she finds that I'm an unreliable guy, then a new guy will come. Wow. And another guy will come. And then another. And then another. And then another. Then the next pattern is we are moving into pregnancy. So then, now she's pregnant. Now she's aborted. Now she's pregnant. Now she's aborted. Now she's pregnant. Now she's aborted. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Once you are beautiful, I'm talking about a pattern for your life. Once you are beautiful, you are fresh. You are excited. I mean, you are nice. And you can just do one. Now these days, you don't even have to have hair. You can buy it. You just buy the hair. You are beautiful. And then, you, you just, is this your hair? It's somebody's hair. So you, you have to gain victory over the pattern, the number, the formula that has been said. There are formerly for young boys, formerly for young ladies. There are formerly even for young men who want to work for God. Yeah, there's a formula. <laughs> when you are a young man, you say, I want to serve God. Eh? The Bible says, by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. You'll be, you'll be neutralized. Your zeal will be neutralized by a woman, by a girl, I tell you. Sheesh. Sheesh. You've decided to serve God. So that's why, that's why I married when I married. Because I, I needed to break that pattern. But the, I could see there's a pattern like this and this. One time there was a certain brother. He was, our, he was a very great leader for us. Oh, he could preach and teach nice. And he had a sister. Everybody knew he was going to marry her. And he was waiting for a suit from London. He was getting a suit from London for his wedding. Yeah. He was, he was our leader. And waiting and waiting and they were waiting for this and for that and for this and for that and for this and for that. And for that. One day she was at the gynecology department for miscarriage. Yeah. And then the whole story spread in the fellowship and the whole thing became a whole beast. And that was the disappearance of the, of the, of the brother. Maybe, maybe today he would have been one of the pastors of the big churches. In town. Oh yeah, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. So that's what I said, when you don't understand the beast and you don't, look, let's buy meat. Don't leave a hungry this thing here. Feed every day. Feed in small. Yeah. Find a small cage to put it in. Don't say you are special, you are not. There's a pattern, it goes like this, then I like this, then I like this, then I like that, then I like that. Like you, you see, 
I was preaching at the Kodesh. I was saying a pattern like old people, old, as you get older, it's a pattern. When you finish this, you get here. Then after that, you don't dance, you don't pray, you don't sing, you don't, you are like this, you are stiff, you don't believe everything is too long, too this, too. And the, the pattern, you started to just follow. The gray hair comes, then you change your attitude. You look down on people who are serving God, that they are overzealous, they are talking too much, and you've done all these things before, and you criticize. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a pattern. It's a set piece. From here, you become this. After that, you become 40. Then you become 50. Then you talk like Then you will come to church. Then you leave and say, oh, I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that. That is a pattern. It's a set piece. It's a set piece. So as you see me here, I've, I've come out of a certain pattern. Yeah. As you see me here, I'm, I break a certain pattern. Or if you become a pastor, you must have a pants. You must be rich. You must live here. You must have this. You must do this. It's a set piece for us to follow this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this. It's set. Instrumentalists, many of you, instrumentalists, they play, sometimes you play, you don't even know the songs. You play, you are not even spiritual. A lot of instrumentalists become unspiritual and backslide. It's a set piece for instrumentalists. It's waiting for you. What do you think? You are surprised that there was a pattern set for you to follow. Yeah. That's why the Bible says that they overcame him. They had victory over the beast, over his image. That's the pictures over his, over his, his, his mark, the financial mark. And then over anybody who is clean, who is standing, who is working for God has overcome these four snakes. Yeah. May you have victory over all these in the promised land. How many are going to experience victory over these in the promised land? So, my dear Alice, you can sit down. May you have victory in the promised land. Tell your neighbor, just look at your neighbor and just see what patterns have been set for a person like this. Ish. <laughs> Wow. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. Jeez. Don't forget, next week, we have branch services. We are not having a joint service as we've been having for just a few weeks. Then we'll restart again. Amen. 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 How many are going forward into the promised land to possess the land with victory over the beasts? In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Don't be sad. Don't be discouraged. That God has shown us the patterns. Amen. There are patterns. Patterns. But God is giving us the upper hand. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lift, put your hand on your heart. Just pray for yourself for a moment for strength to be victorious over the beast and over his image or images over
Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Thank you for victory over the beasts of our lives. My God. We are men. We are women. We accept it. We thank you for victory over the beast. Over the image. Over the mark. And over the number of the beast. Thank you for saving us from the patterns that have been set. That we may not follow a certain pattern to our own destruction. Save us Lord. We ask. We thank you your blessing in Jesus name and as every head is bowed and every eye closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you are not born again you want to give your life to God you want to give your life to Jesus I don't know who you are everybody standing everybody eye closed we are closing in just a minute you want to give your life to God you want to give your life to Jesus Christ lift your right hand pastor pray with me I want God to come into my life I want my life to be changed I don't want to go to hell but I, I've heard you preaching. I don't want the devil to catch me. I don't want to go to hell. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it up. Thank you. There's a sister here. You know deep down in your heart. You need to give your life to God today. This is an opportunity right now. Right now. Lift your hand. There's a sister like that. And another brother. God bless you. God bless you. All of you who've lifted your hand, just come to me. Come to me from where you are standing. Just come. Come from where you are. Just just walk from wherever you are standing. I want to pray with you in front here.
your hand and surrender your life to God. All of you in front here and everybody in the congregation, close your eyes. Lift your hand up if you are standing in front here. My sister, lift your hands up to God. And I'm going to pray with you. Whatever I pray, I want you to say it after me. I'm going to pray with you. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I confess that I am a sinner. Today, today, I come to you just as I am. Have mercy on me, Lord. From today, I give my life to you. I give my heart to you. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Wash me, O Lord, with the blood of Jesus Christ. From today, I am born again. From today, give my life to God and I will serve God in Jesus name oh God please write my name in the book of life I love you I thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen give the Lord a mighty clap offering God bless you for listening to this message visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.